0: Man, what's going on here on these streets? This is your boy, DJ94, back with another episode of Talk That-ish. Man, all right, all right, okay, all right. So, let me tell y'all, this is what happened. I know I've been ghost for about a week. I've been going through some personal stuff. I've been going through some work stuff and just don't know right now. So, I'm just like really trying to focus on my professional life right now uh, in terms of work Also trying to find another job because I hate my current job, but that's a story for another day. So your boy been going through it a little bit. So this is the plan. This is what I'm doing. I'm going to upload for you guys four different podcasts today. I'm not, I'm kind of doing them all at once so I can kind of just push them through. So when it's said and done, I'm done with everything. I'm kind of caught up on everything I need to be caught up on. Um, I will have some more podcasts coming out this week, I promise you guys. It's just, again, like coming back to work, I had some things kind of go left on me that I wasn't expecting. Still employed, but just kind of one of those things where it was just like some BS and I had to deal with it. Today, we're going to be discussing the NFC South. I owed y'all that video from last week, and I'm going to do that this week. We're going to take a look at the AFC South today as well as the uh, the NBA West and taking a preview and a, a prediction of who's in the playoffs this year, who is out, who will be the top seed, who will be the last seed. We'll take a look at all that stuff today as well. And for my power fans, since we are we don't have an episode of power, this is me a great opportunity to go ahead and catch up. So I'm going to go ahead and rewatch today some of the old episodes to kind of refresh my memory of what happened because... I know that so much has happened uh, up leading up to episode seven and building up for episode eight. So I will give you that uh, later on this evening when I come back. So I'm going to keep this real short. We're going to go to the NFC South when we come back off the break from the song of the week. So sit tight, relax. It's your boy DJ94. We'll be right back. Man, what's going on, talk that ish family and podcast family, anchor family, whatever you're watching from or listening to family. This is your boy, DJ 94, better known as David Johnson. Hey, just plugging this bug in your ear. If you like what I'm doing or you appreciate and want to get me to know me personally or off the anchor, please follow my Instagram at underscore underscore DJ 94. Again, that's underscore underscore DJ 94 underscore underscore. And reach out to me. Let me know what I can do further to the show. Or you can leave me a message here on my homepage about your opinion and what you think of the show. Otherwise, stay tuned and enjoy the show. All right. All right. We're back with an episode of Talk That Issue, your boy DJ94. And as I said before I left y'all on the break, we're talking about the NFC South. Hands down, it's been the premier Conference the last year or a couple of years or so, uh, with t- three teams making it in the playoffs. I think, whew, probably for the last two years, each one of these teams, the top tier teams, the uh, Carolina and Atlanta, they de- debuting and premiering. So, sorry, excuse me, not debuting, but premiering in a Super Bowl um, that resulted in losses to Denver and the New England Patriots of the AFC. So this conference is very legitimate. This conference this year, in my opinion, will get three teams in again. Um, I do think, well, actually, you know what? I, in my part, from opinion, I think two teams are going to come out this year. I'm going to tell you why just in a second. But before I get into more NFC South talk, listen, I got an email from Anchor stating that there is a possibility that we can get this check from me talking. And the only way that happens is if you support this podcast and you support and spread what I'm doing. So do me a favor because I believe in in sharing the load too. I follow some people sports-wise on this uh, app that I really appreciate listening to and I'll probably give them my full support as well as my ear when I can. I just haven't lately because I've been busy with work and all that BS stuff I talked about in the intro. But this is your chance to kind of, you know, really... Share and really mess with me a little bit. If you if you like what I'm doing and you appreciate it or you're listening from an outside standpoint, support it because this is a chance that I could really get some support. Um, not just from your ear but also financially, which is what Anchor is offering. So, if you would like to get on this too, I highly suggest start a podcast. You know, do something. And if you like talking about something, if you like talking about TV shows, like talking about sports, like me. If you're a sports addict like me, then please by all means do that. Um. Now that I got that piece out the way, let's get back into this NFC South Talk. So I think two teams are going to come out because I think that you have a stronger NFC. West than it has been in the past. I think it's going to be one of those things for the NFC West, where we know that the Rams are going to be in. But I, I, and I know I might be drinking the Kool Aid a little bit, but I do think that San Francisco may have a case, but due to their schedule and also due to the fact that I think they added some real productivity in the off season to get a wild card spot and probably even come in and steal a wild card spot over a NFC South team this year because they're going to beat each other up in a division because the division is just so tough this year so with that being said let's go into what they were last year what the standings were I already have it pulled up on my phone so bear with me I'm just going back to it give me one second y'all and we're going to go ahead and break this down. So last year, your divisional winners were the Saints from a tiebreaker that happened uh, in within the division, and standing at 11-5, which was the magic number to win the division uh, last year, followed by your Carolina Panthers sitting at 11-5, followed by the Falcons sitting at a very disappointing 10-6, given what the team was a year ago. And then you had the Buccaneers, who kind of fell off a little bit from last year all right so this is what I'm gonna go team by team uh, we're going to start with the defending divisional champions the uh, New Orleans Saints and how they're doing so far this year so obviously uh, they've had a pretty interesting um, NFC South um, NFC South turny this year. They've had wins against the Jaguars 24 to 20 and they had a loss recently to the to the uh to the Arizona Cardinals 20 to 15. Now me personally, I don't put much emphasis on the preseason because you can suck, go 0 4. And go i don't know eighteen and oh in the regular season, we saw the Browns go four and oh in the preseason and go 0 and sixteen in the preseason. so really, for the coaches in the first two weeks at least that's just to tell them who's going to be making the team and who's not um, they're not they're protecting their starters they're not really giving them too many reps they're they're giving more reps for the second and third stringers to to really jock for a position of who's second and who's third. Uh, for the fourth stringers and undrafteds, who's going to make the cut? Because there are a limited amount of spots, and, and 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 it's sad. I think they can they should increase the size of teams because what's happening is these guys are getting injured, and like halfway through the season, you don't have depth um, in certain positions. You're calling people up from practice squads. You're calling. So I think that the roster should be increased to like. 60, you should probably include the practice squad because you're paying them the minimum wage anyway. So I think they should be a part of the team and they just need to up the cap just a little bit just to, uh you know, do that. I think rather than carry a roster of like, what is it, 52 or 54 players overall, I think you should carry a roster of perhaps like somewhere around the ballpark, at least like 65 or something, especially old linemen because they get injured so easily in this league. Like they're big guys, they fall hard. Um, they usually go after the legs. But the next preseason games they have are uh, against the Chargers and against the Rams. I expect them to split. So I think they'll beat the Chargers because uh, Drew Brees will be getting some more time. And, you know, Kamara will be getting some more time. And, of course, I think they will uh, they might just, you know, chill. And I think the Rams will put on their try-hard panties to send a message that they're going to be real real this year. And I think that they'll go over on the Saints. Um in that last preseason game, like I said, two and two. I mean, that's 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 decent considering that the fact that we're not looking at these guys in the preseason to say, okay, went out the preseason and then play sixty more games after that. It's not important. All right, so this is the schedule as it stands officially in the regular season. So they kick off with the Buccaneers. They have the Browns. Uh, the second week two, they have the Falcons. Week three, they have the Giants. Week four, they have the Redskins. Week five, they have the uh, Ravens. Week six. They have the Vikings week seven. They have the Rams week eight. They have the Bengals week nine. They have the Eagles week 10. They have the Falcons week 11. They have the Cowboys week 12. They have the Buccaneers week 13. They have the Panthers week 14. Excuse me week 15. They have the Steelers and week 16. They have the Panthers. Okay. So this is what I have for the for the for the Saints. Given their schedule, and given that they didn't really add a lot of marquee names offensively, their focus this year was more defensively in the draft from my, from what I've noticed. Um, I think this team does take another uh, step forward, given their schedule. Um, they have some very winnable games here. Uh, I think Buccaneers, uh, week one, they're going to win against the Buccaneers. They're going to win against the Browns week two. Um I think they're gonna win against the Falcons week three because I think the Falcons uh actually you know what? I think for the Falcons, the Falcons are gonna end up sneaking them. So I'm gonna give the Falcons that first meeting because um I think they're gonna be excited about the offense. Um I think the Saints right now still have some some uh questions defensively, especially with their defensive line. Um uh, so I'm I'm gonna give the Falcons that first meeting. So so they're two on one. Uh, as I have them so far. Uh, I'm going to give them a victory over the Giants right now because I think the Giants are still... with Just with all the talent they have added, and I think they will be pretty decent, um, they're still trying to gel that. It's going to take them some time to gel that. I think Odell Beckham is still going to be clean coming off that knee injury. and It's going to be interesting to see how he looks after that. And I think, ultimately, um, I have to see kind of what the Giants look like. But I have the uh, Saints winning that game on... um, which is uh week four, so they're three and one. I have uh victory over the Redskins, that's five, uh, four. Four and one. I have the Saints and the Ravens, I have that being a pretty interesting matchup, but I do have the Saints, uh a win in that game, so I have them five and one. Uh yeah. I I think the Vikings are gonna go over ten twenty eight, uh, because they have a they have a pretty hard sh- a uh, little hard couple weeks here, so I I, I do have a loss to the uh, to the Vikings, so five and two. Um, I do have a loss to the Rams, five and three. Uh, I have a win against the Bengals, six and four of six and three, excuse me. I have a loss against the Eagles, uh, six and four. Uh, second meeting against the Falcons, I do have a W there, so I'll give them seven and uh, seven and four there. Um Cowboys, easy win for them. Eight and four. S- uh, Saints and Buccaneers. I think they're going to clean the house with the Buccaneers this year. So I'm going to give them that win. Uh 9-4. I do think they're going to struggle against the Panthers this year because the Panthers seem to be loaded uh with weapons on the offensive side. So I'm going to say the first meeting with them. They're going to split with the with the Panthers. So I'm going to give them I'm going to give the Panthers, Panthers one, and the Saints one. So I'm going to go ahead and say nine and five uh for the Steelers they should win that game this is coming from a Steelers fan because they're at home so I'm gonna uh give them 10 and uh what was I uh 11 and 5 there excuse me 10 and 5 sorry and I do have a victory uh with the Saints uh against the Panthers at their house so 11 and 5 so I think this year the the Saints should finish 11 and 5 the same marquee record as last year except I don't think this is going to be enough to win the, uh, to win the NFC South. I think that um the magic number for the uh NFC South this year will be 12 and 4. Um I believe whoever wins the most division division uh you, you, gonna you're gonna take some l's in the, in the divisional right so you're gonna to have to really focus on your non-conf your non divisional games and I think whoever can win the most non divisional games will win that division because it's gonna be very hard you're gonna see some ugly records in the division you're gonna see um some two and fours some three and threes uh some four and twos because this division is very tough <clears throat> and the reason why I say that they have a strong possibility to get two and not three teams in is because this this conference has a chance to uh, really be physical physical and dominant. You have a lot of great defenses. You have a lot of great offenses. And it's, it, this could be a very physical division to the point where they may beat each other up so much that they knock one of the teams out that were in there last year. Um, now, for the, for the three teams that I think do have a chance to get into the playoffs, obviously, I think you have to, without a doubt, you have to say Atlanta because they just added... Um, you know another premier wide receiver that I I think is really going to hurt help them, and he's showing out in the in the playoffs um, for the most part. And then the Saints have that whole offense coming back, plus some uh, pieces on the defense that they needed. And then for Carolina, you add DJ Moore, uh, Footches. and some other weapons for Cam that are looking very good in the preseason. And whenever Cam has some decent weapons, Cam becomes magical. But it's just for Cam, can he be consistent and not the Cam Newton of past? That would be seen to be known. And that's my question mark with him. Um, But I do have the Saints going 11-5 overall. I have them finishing out 11-5. So given my theory, I think they, they're going to be second in the um, NFC South. <clears throat> now... Uh, that's my prediction for the Saints. Let's move over to uh, the second place winners last year. They're Carolina Panthers, as I said. Um, you know they added DJ Moore at wide receiver, which is uh was is a very good pickup for them. Um, and I think that's gonna do them some good. And I'm kind of just going through their roster, looking at some uh, looking at some other potential uh people. I think where the Carolina Panthers are gonna struggle. Uh, it's probably gonna be their secondary still because <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm like I I'm seeing our former uh our former cornerback uh Ross Cockrell in their in their lineup. I'm sitting like yeah, he was garbage last year. Um, but wide receiver wise, they're gonna be set. I think they have a great offense that's really gonna be able to carry for the defense. Not to say that the defense will be bad. I don't think they're like you know. Anything below uh, the top 15, but I'm saying in terms of the NFC South, they're going to be pretty, um, pretty vulnerable as a whole. Um, I do think that the uh, Carolina defense will be at least like maybe, you know, 12 or 13th in the league because um, you do have Luke Keekley, you do have these guys that are still young, still within their prime. Um, their defensive line is still intact, but they have to get after some quarterbacks that were not ranked very high last year. And um, defensive pressure and rushing the quarterback interceptions, all that stuff statistically. Um, so we'll see what happens. And that's going to play a major role in my prediction for these guys. But um, let's kind of get into their schedule and what they've done so far. So last year they were 11-5. and uh, This year they're starting out strong in the preseason at 2-0. and um, They played the Dolphins and the Bills, which are given. Because that, that division is still kind of a turning division and a very young division. Um to say the less and when i cover them i'll tell you why so they have the uh patriots and the panthers coming up um i think they're gonna lose against the panthers because uh excuse me they're gonna lose against the patriots because uh you're gonna see you know th- these guys have shown even without tom brady they're still a well-coached team against a uh, bill belichick and now that you're gonna see more of tom brady and see kind of what the first stringers are looking like i think that um the panthers are are not yet proven Yet for me, I have to see a little bit more from DJ Moore. I have to—I know, even though I know what he can do, um, I have to see what this defense does. I'm very concerned for them versus a Tom Brady um, playing two two quarters or whatever they're going to play him for that game. Uh, and then they have a preseason game against the Steelers, which will be a pretty much a preview matchup of where these two teams are. But either way it goes, it doesn't really state nothing. It's an exhibition game, but it's a good scouting report for both teams because they haven't really played each other in the regular season in some time. So. This will be a chance for them, uh, for both teams to kind of see and fill each other out. All right. So here's the uh, Carolina Panthers uh, season as it stands. They have the Cowboys week one. They have the Falcons week two. They have the Bengals week three. They have the Giants week four. They have the Redskins week five. They have the Eagles week six. They have the um, Ravens week, week seven. They have the Buccaneers week eight. They have the Steelers week nine. Uh, they have the Lions week week 10 they have the uh, seahawks week 11 they have um the buccaneers week 12 they have the browns week 13 uh they have the saints week 14 they have the falcons weeks uh 15 they have the saints week 16 all right let's go through there um through their schedule, I'm gonna break down to you guys what I think they'll, what they'll stack up at. So first game against the Cowboys, that's a dub. I have them winning against the Cowboys. Um, I have them losing on the first matchup to the Falcons, um, just because I do have some questions about. Um, I do think that's a bad matchup early for the um, for the for the Panthers. Not to say for for the Carolina Panthers. Now, I do know a lot of Carolina Panther fans, so don't get mad. But I do think the Falcons will have more excitement and more. Veteranship on the defensive side than they do for the Carolina Panthers. You do have Luke Keekly, but I do have questions about your secondary. Can they be able to stop two uh, red-hot receivers for Atlanta? Um, that's to be questioned. I think they're going to come out firing on all cylinders for the Atlanta Falcons, and they're going to kind of get the early jump record-wise um, over Carolina because you you do have DJ Moore, but, you know, can these guys stack up against the veteran guys that, that the Atlanta Falcons have on defense this early? I don't know. So I'm going to have them splitting with the Falcons. So they're one. They're going to be 1-1 one one after week two. I do have the, them winning against the Bengals. So 2-1. I do have a victory against the Giants. 3-1. I do have the a victory against the Redskins. 4-1. I do have them taking an L to the Eagles. I just think the Eagles are a more established team. By this time... Um, even if uh you know Carson Wentz is not starting, you still have um, you know Nick Foley uh as your backup, and I know he's a little banged up right now, but they're saying he should be back well before Week Four before they play this team. So I do think the Eagles will win this game. Uh, I think it will it'll be a close nail biter one because I think that Cam Newton and and um, Nick Foley or Carson Wentz will have a good friendly duel. But ultimately, I think you gotta give the defending Super Bowl champions some love. And they have a lot of depth on the uh defensive side of the ball and I think it's gonna hurt the Panthers because I think whenever you um whenever Cam has went up against a team that has had a great defense and that can get after him, he can he makes mistakes. So I think Cam has gotten better, but I think Cam can go back into his old habits. I think this game will expose it a little bit. So I do have them at um I do have them at four and two so far. Ravens, That's going to be an interesting game for them because um, I think that's that's a good old smash mouth time. And looking at when they play the Ravens is not early in the season. So I think the Ravens are going to put on their try-hard panties. And I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to say that the uh, Ravens are going to go over the Panthers because of the fact that the Ravens at this point, if you look at their schedule, their division for the, um, the uh, NFC North, uh, is going to have a lot of teams that are playing the divisional games early, so the division is going to be at stake earlier in the se- early half of the season. So I think the Ravens are going to have their try hard panties on for um, for your Panthers, and I think they're going to upset the Panthers then um, because you got to think about it. They have a lot to lose. They never have had a bad defense. Their offense has just been really stagnant. Um, so I think matchup wise, that's going to be a problem for the Panthers. Um, so I'm going to go four and three there. Um, They four and three there. Uh, they have a win against the Buccaneers, so five and three. I have a loss to the Steelers because they have to go up to Hinesfield, they have to play a team that's not lost too many games there. They have they're gonna have some mismatches against Juju Smith Schuster, uh, excuse me, uh, Antonio Brown. Washington And this new kid we have, Peterson, I think he's going to make the cut. He's really, really good. They're loaded on all facets of the field. So it's just really up to Ben if he can close the deal there. And I think he does. And I think the defense seems to play better at home than they do away. So I think that uh, it will be a high-scoring game. But ultimately, I have the Steelers coming out on top of that game. So they'll be 5-4. and four. Uh, <clears throat> I have a win against the Seahawks because I think they lost too much. They have too many question marks. So they six and 4 uh, six and four there. Uh, I have the, a win against the Buccaneers, seven and four. I have a win against the Browns, eight and four. I have uh, a loss to the Saints. I think the first time, uh, like I said, they will be splitting. So, um, you know, I have eight and five there. I have I'm gonna make a bold prediction. <laughs> I'm gonna say this: I think that the Falcons and the uh, the Falcons will have the, the Panthers number this year. So I'm gonna go a sweep there. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, that they'll be nine and six this year. And then I, uh, and then they play the Saints, which is a must win game. So I think they play desperately, and they and I think your 2018 Carolina Panthers will be a 10 and 16. Uh, I think they'll be kind of biting in that wild card. I think they'll have no problem outside of the division, but I think within the division, you're going to have some issues with the with the uh, Falcons. I think you're going to have a, a potential loss to the Steelers. Um, but I do have them either being eleven and five or potentially ten and six. It's kind of hard to say. Um, you know, I might be talking crazy, but that's just my prediction for them. And I think matchup wise is going to matter. They cannot afford to have any injuries offensively because if Christian McCaffrey or DJ Moore or, or offensive tackle gets hurt or Cam is shaken up or on concussion protocol, this team's going to be in trouble. Um, I think they're borderline wild card, um, borderline, um, you know, yeah, like a borderline wild card team that can uh, that can definitely um, cause some trouble in the postseason because this team is built for the postseason than they are uh the regular season in my opinion so uh they have a lot of youth on the, and the offensive side so they got a lot of weapons for cam now you have christian mccaffrey dj moore footches and some other wide receivers that have been playing really well but it's all up to cam newton will he be cam newton that you know he was in 2015 or will he make some stupid passes and really dig his team in a hole as he's done in the past that's to be seen i think we, we all have to sit and watch to see what cam is this year all right, so I have the I have the uh, Carolina Panthers going ten and six. So so far I have uh, I have the Saints at eleven and five. I have them being your third seed. I think that the uh, excuse me the second uh, best team or the first best team so far. I have the Carolina Panthers being the second so far um, behind the Saints. All right, let's go ahead to the next team that was placed third last year at ten and six. I have the Atlanta Falcons at. Uh, at, who were uh ten and six last year, and let me tell you i live in, I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I went to a couple games last year, I went to the Viking games and some of the divisional games. This team had a lot of talent, but to me, you have Matt Ryan as your quarterback, and you have a bad co- a coach that just really coached them out of games that 's what it boiled down to. I thought this team, given that the fact that they didn 't lose anybody, they have two great running backs, you have um, you know talent all over. The uh, outside and and your wide receiver core, uh, I thought it was them going ten and six last year, and it coming down to the last game for them to make the playoffs was really disappointing because I was like, you know, this team shouldn't be struggling trying to get into the playoffs if if um, you know they have depth that at one point took them to the play uh, to the Super Bowl. So I was really uh, taken back by that, but um, <clears throat> ultimately I just think that this team. With just who they added, I mean, you 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 know again. So I'm on the Buccaneers. My bad, y'all. Hold on. Let me stop. Let's bring it back. All right. So you 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 got Devonte Freeman. You have Julio Jones. You have Matt Ryan. You have Calvin Ridley coming in uh, from Alabama. You have you still have Mohammed Sanu. You still have Tevin Coleman. Those six names alone are. Offensive juggernauts in their own right, and could be uh, one options on anybody, any other team, one or two options on um, any anybody else's team. So this team is stacked offensively. They still are returning that defense, but the problem is that defense has gotten another year older. And you know, it seems like you know they're they're kind of standing pack with what they had last year. Um, a little bit, they got they made a couple moves, but. <clears throat> You know, it's it's not anything to write home about. So let's go real quick into uh, their games and what they've done. So they took, uh, they've been 0-2. They've drawn 0-2 so far. So the talent-wise, you know, Riley really has shown that he can, you know, catch some footballs, but it just haven't. Defensively, it looks like their third and fourth stringers and some potential drafts have been some busts for them so far. So they've gone, um, they got beat by the Jets. And they got beat by uh the Chiefs twenty eight to fourteen and seventeen zip um in the opening week for preseason. They have the Jaguars coming up and they have the Dolphins coming up. I think that they're gonna go one and three. They're gonna probably, you know, win against the um the Dolphins. I think the Jaguars is a bad matchup for them because Aaron Rod- excuse me, uh <coughs> Aaron Rodgers. Um matt ryan is not good against a strong defense i think he's gonna make some mistakes i think he's gonna throw an interception um you're gonna see more of the first stringers on the defensive side for the jaguars playing i think that's gonna really they're gonna hold pack and probably force a low scoring game i think even with blake bortles this this team was very horrible against the run last year um they were not good so i think Unless they picked it up in that department, you should see the Jaguars come out in week three of the preseason next week and beat these guys pretty soundly. All right, so there's a schedule for the uh, Falcons. Week They open up week one uh, against the defending Super Bowl champions, the Eagles. They have the uh, Panthers. Week two, they have the uh, Saints week three. So their first three games, they have the potential to go 0-3. <laughs> I'm just going to let you know. They have the potential to go 0-3. Then week four, you have the Bengals. And week five, you have the Steelers. Um, <clears throat> week six, you have the Buccaneers. Week seven, you have the Giants. Week eight, you have the Redskins. Week um, <clears throat> week nine, you have the uh, Browns. Week 10, you have the Cowboys. Week... Eleven, you have the Saints. Week twelve, you have the Ravens. Week thirteen, you have the Packers. Week fourteen, you have the Car- uh, Cardinals. Week fifteen, you have the Panthers. Week sixteen, you have the Buccaneers. All right, so here's how I have it stacking up. All right, opening week, first game of the of the NFL against your defending champions. Have them taking a fat L. Sorry, they're not going to go up to upset. Um, the defending champions. I don't care who's the quarterback. You just don't lose that game up there Uh, in in, uh, Philadelphia. So I do have Philadelphia going over in a close game. I have it being like a 21-24 fair. It'll be a good display of the wide receivers, but I think the Eagles have too much depth all over the field. I think their defense, despite... Um, having a quarterback issue with Nick Foles going down in the preseason, I think they're going to rally and they're going to win this game. They're not going to lose against the Falcons. I think the Falcons have been put on the try hard panties with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones being on the display, but that defense is still the same old defense that can still be thrown on, that can still be ran on. I think that's going to be the issue for the Falcons, especially this early in the game. They will improve defensively, but I do think that it will be kind of slow in that improvement. So, 0 uh, <clears throat> 1. Then you come out the gates with the uh, Panthers. Um, I do have, like I said, I do have them sweeping the Panthers here, so I'm gonna go one and one there. I think they can't afford to go 0 and two, so they're gonna really go get after the Panthers in this first meetup. Uh, so, oh, um, one and one there. That should be a close game as well. I have it being probably about, about like a 34, like a 24, maybe 30, 31, or th- uh, 34, fair, 35, maybe. Um, I think this will be a pretty decent high-scoring game, but you're going to have some defensive moments there. But I think for the fact that the Falcons don't want to go 0-2, especially knowing that they're in a tough division, they're going to go ahead and really send that message to the division early after a loss to the Eagles, and they're going to go 1-1. Saints, I have them. I have the Saints going over just because uh, <laughs> I think the Saints are, are – are, are, actually, you know what? No, nah, I like the Falcons at home. Other oh, Falcons at home, so I'm gonna give the Falcons. Uh, yeah, they, that's I. They, I have them splitting with the Saints, like I said earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna give, give the Falcons the first meetup. So, uh, they're two and one so far, and after three games, four and one, um, three and one following the winning against the Bengals. I have them losing to the Steelers because that's a bad matchup for them. Period. So they're gonna go three and two. Uh, I have a win against the Buccaneers 4 and 2. I have a win against the Giants 5 and 2. I have a win against the Redskins 6 and 2. I have the win against the Browns 7 and 2. I have the um a win against the uh, Cowboys 8 and 2. I have the uh I have a loss the second time against the Saints at the dome. So 7 and 3. I have a Depending on if the Packers, uh, are, uh, how Aaron Rodgers' health is, and if what the defense can do, I think that the the that Aaron Rodgers sends a message to the Falcons uh, <clears throat> at home, and I think this is uh, not really this you know the Falcons show last year their away record showed that they're a way different team away from their dome than they are uh, at home, so I do think the Packers will shock the Falcons and so what is, what is that One, two, three, four. Five, two three, nine, 10, 11, so i have them going eight and four there i have the um <clears throat> cardinals going uh falcons going nine and four uh following went over the cardinals i have the um See me. I have eleven and four against the um the Falcons. I have not ten and four against the Cardinals. Ah, I was right. Ten and four uh, against the uh Falcons because they're gonna win against the Cardinals. I have uh, sweep them sweeping the Panthers. Like I said, so I'm gonna stay consistent to that. So eleven and four, and I have the uh Falcons beating the Buccaneers last season. Uh, so the I have this team being 12 and 4. So they're going to be the team that goes 12 and 4. I uh, I do think that they'll they'll win more divisional games because of the addition of Calvin Riley. I think that that's a huge upgrade for them and enough of an impact to really put them over to win the division this year at 12 and 4. I do think that they'll have home field advantage, <clears throat> but I do think they're going to they're very I do I think they're contenders for the Super Bowl. Yes. But it's up to Matt Ryan. So when it's up to Matt Ryan, I don't know. I do think the, the uh, Atlanta Falcons are legit contenders this year, given what they do have. And given the fact that they do have some very impressive weapons. Defensively, they gotta be better. Because you gotta be able to win some road games this year. They were not great on the road last year. And that proved, I think they were like, something horrible. It was like um, out of eight game, eight, eight away games, they were like, um, like something ugly. Like three and three and five, maybe, or something like that. They lost a lot of away games last year, so we'll see. So I have um, the uh, Atlanta Falcons being 12 and four. So, so far as it stands, I have the uh, Falcons one, 12 and four. I have the Saints two, 11 and four, uh, 11 and five. I have the um, Carolina Panthers at 10 and six. All right, let's go to the Buccaneers. Last year, they were five and 11. Um, And this year... Um. This year, they 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 had a very strong start to the uh, preseason, both winning against the Dolphins and the Titans. But I mean, it's kind of pumped the brakes a little bit. I don't really count the first two weeks, but they have some talent. They they got some talent. They add they need it, and uh, I think they'll be pretty decent. Now, the problem with uh, the Buccaneers last year was injuries and Jameis Winston. Injuries at the wrong time, and Jameis Winston's play last year was sorry. And Jameis Winston has shown, even in past his Florida State good days, he still can throw the big interceptions when it matters. The guy threw like four or five interceptions at one point. He was so bad that, I mean, they had to yank him. And then when he got injured, I mean, they weren't really missing him because at that point the season was over. But they have the Lions and the Jaguars next year. They have the ability to go 3-1 and one in the preseason. Uh, pre- uh, pre- so I do have them losing against the Jaguars. But here is their regular season games as it stands. They have the Buccaneers and the Saints. They have the Eagles in the Eagles week two. They have the Steelers week three. They have the Bears week four. They have the Falcons week five. They have the Browns week six. They have the Bengals week seven. They have the Panthers week eight. They have the Redskins week nine. They have the Giants week 10. They have the 49ers week Eleven. They have the uh, Panthers week 12, they have the Saints week 13, they have the uh, Ravens week 14, they have the Cowboys week uh, 15, they have the Falcons week 16. So as a whole, their schedule even for this team is pretty tough. Um, you know, you do have James Winston coming back, you do have your top wide receiver Mike Evans coming back. It's still seen to what Ronald Jones the second will be for them. Um, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> Offensively, I don't know. Defensively, I don't know. Uh, this team is a big question mark. Uh, they did the most impressive uh, addition they did have was Jason Pierre-Paul from the Giants. He came on down um, in free agency to the Buccaneers. So that's good news for them. They'll at least give them some a veteran voice on the defensive side, which is where they were really, really awful last year. Teams were ever able to take, a, take advantage of them and impose their will. You do have Deshaun Jackson. As your wide receiver, I thought that was a, a really good uh, asset for them last year. Um, and this year he he's uh back, so I think with Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans <clears throat> coming out, I think you you'll have some production offensively. But we'll see. That is still to be seen. Um. Just looking, just kind of looking through some things. You do have Vinnie Curry on the defensive end. So, a lot of the moves they made in the pre in the uh in the um offseason were defensively, which is good. They had uh Bo Allen coming down, they have Pat O'Connor. So, just based off the moves they made, they addressed the fact of getting after the quarterback. So, this this year, I think they're going to be better at getting at getting at the quarterback, and I think their record is going to reflect that. Um, the ability to get after the running back and put <clears throat> Jameis Winston in such simple positions, give him good field position, I think that Jameis Winston could really shine. Uh, Jameis Winston's not that type of quarterback that can take you from the 20 and lead you to the end zone. He's just not. He's a guy that you kind of cringe at every time he throws because he's a risk taker. Um, and not a very good one either. Um, but I think because of the additions they made on the defensive line, these guys are really going to be able to get after the quarterback. And I think you're going to see an def- a improvement defensively because It'll be able to hide their secondary, which is not awful, but not good either. <clears throat> All right, so let's go to the um, let's go to their their games and let's break it down for you guys. So uh, they have a very tough schedule this year, given what they were last year. They were five and eleven, <clears> and <throat> most of these teams uh, were playoff bound teams that they're playing. It seems like the uh, NFC South is, is playing a rotation schedule with the AFC North, um, the NFC East, and the. Uh, and I guess you have some random teams in there, uh, that they want to play for a TV rating. So let's get into the rankings. All right. So week one, you have the, uh, Saints. That's an L 0 one week two, uh, two against the Eagles. You have, uh, you have against the Eagles. That's, that's an L or one two, uh, Buccaneers against Steelers. Uh, Steelers going to take that on three. So right off the bat, they're starting to three. Not good, but then, they're kind of not putting themselves in a good position but I do have their first win against uh being against the Bears because the Bears are in full-fledged rebuild mode and they have a new quarterback but that's not the that's that's just the start of their issue <laughs> so I do have their first win coming against the uh Bears I do have their uh I do have the L to the Falcons Falcons is just too loaded for the uh Buccaneers right now I think they're going to they're going to be able to run shop especially at home uh 10-14 so I do have the Buccaneers Losing that game, <clears throat> so they'll be uh, one and four. Uh, do have a victory against the Browns, but I think it's going to be a hard-fought victory. The Browns are not sorry. Um, <laughs> this could be a one and five game, but I'm going to give them. I'm going to give it to the Buccaneers out of respect that they've they've had, their team has been together longer. But the Browns are going to upset some people, so <clears throat> that could be a one and five alert that week. But I'm going to give it to. them. I'm going to say two and four. I'm be nice. Uh, Bengals, Buccaneers. I do think. That because uh, they have a defensive line that can now get after the quarterback, if you rattle um the Cincinnati uh their their quarterback, then he makes mistakes. He makes mistakes. Um so I'm gonna go ahead and be nice and give the Buccaneers that win. So I'm gonna say they're three and four at this point. They're they're looking at it like, oh man, we gotta be in contention because the division's running away from us a little bit. So they're three and four there. Um they're gonna take an L to the Panthers, three and five. They're going to win against the Redskins, 4 and, f- uh, four, four and 5. Uh, I do have the Giants beating the Buccaneers because, yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you know what? I'm going to give it to the – no, well, no, no. They got to go on the road to the Giants. Nah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna take an L there. So, yeah, 4 and 6 there. 49ers, Buccaneers. Um I don't like that matchup for them four and seven. Um, Panthers four and eight. Um, Buccaneers. Oh god, yeah, their schedule is brutal. Uh, against the Saints, whew, four and ten. Ravens. Oh yeah, four and eleven. <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah, four and twelve. Excuse me, four and eleven. And against the uh, Falcons, Buccaneers, 4-12. and All right. So <laughs> I have the um, Buccaneers going 4-12 and next year. I think their schedule is really unforgiving. That's not a disrespect to the Buccaneer fans, but <clears throat> having a defensive line is one thing. I'll give you guys that. But having an offense is another thing. I don't trust Jameis Winston because Jameis Winston's never really been that guy. And to me, I think he has a lot to prove. I think this team could, if Jameis Winston is that guy, he puts you guys in the mix. He, he he's gonna do a he's gonna put you guys in the mix at nine and seven. So I'm gonna say high peak if if the Buccaneers are what I think they are on paper offensively, they can be nine and seven. If they are not what I think they are, they're gonna be four and twelve. Like I said, just because on paper and what they have coming back next year, yeah. So, I'm not going to be disrespectful because I know there's some Buccaneer fans out there that are going to be like, what do you mean? Like, they're not going to suck that bad. But you don't have much depth on the wide receiver. You focus all your energy defensively. And, you know, these are guys that um, <clears throat> are solid, but injuries can kind of ruin some things. So, I'm going to say high-end 9-7, and uh, worst-case scenario 4-12 um, for the Buccaneers. So, that either way it goes, that puts them fourth in the division. So here's my standings and my predictions for the NFC South. I have the Atlanta Falcons winning the division at 12-4. I have the Saints being second, uh, the second wild card at 11-5. I have the Panthers being 10-6, and and I have the uh, Buccaneers either being um, 4-12 or 9-7 at the fourth slot. That's my predictions for the South. Like I said, it's going to be a a game of who can win the most out-of-divisional games because this this division is very tough. I think one or two injuries in the division can definitely change the landscape of a team, especially going into the playoffs, of who goes over and who who, uh, who essentially uh, fails. But I think the two teams that are built for the playoffs this year are definitely the Saints and the— Atlanta Falcons because they have weapons that will be sustained. I think the Atlanta Falcons have been there and done that. Um, when you have a team that's been there and done that, and they barely lost to a Philadelphia Eagles team that just, I mean, had, had uh, Matt Ryan uh, made a smarter play than passing to Julio, I think this team wins and goes back to the Super Bowl. But they do have a chance to do that again this year. I, I am giving the edge to the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints because I think they'll have a better, they'll have a better opportunity to get there Again, I do think that two teams will get there this year because I think another team in the AFC excuse me in the NFC West will probably rise up or the, the Green Bay Packers might be back in the mix now because Aaron Rodgers is back. Who knows? But I do think they they'll have a shot to get two teams in versus um three last year. And um, you know, we'll see what happens. I think this division is very fun. It's definitely the toughest division in football. But ultimately, you know, there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser. Um, but this this will be fun to watch this year. I'd say watch out for the, uh, for a lot of great offensive teams in the NFC South, as well as a lot of great defensive games in the NFC South. So this is going to be one of the tougher conferences, if not the toughest conference in the NFC South, in the NFC division for sure, where you'll see two to three teams jockeying for that first or second seed out. I, I think if you go 10-6 and six in the NFC this year, I think you're not making the playoffs because there are going to be too many 10-6 and six teams or you're gonna have a lot of eleven and five teams that just, you know, <clears throat> don't don't get the job done. Cause the AFC as a whole this year is very weak compared to the NFC. Um I had to see what Houston does. We know the Jaguars are there, we know the New England Patriots are there, we know uh the Steelers are there, we know uh teams like the Ravens, uh Houston, um Denver, um the Colts maybe. Our question marks because they've had injuries and they have all this talent coming in, but we got to see what they do this year. So it should be easy pickings for the NFC, NFC division to come into AFC uh, games and win some of those games this year. Because a lot of these teams have question marks and you don't know what they're going to be quite yet. And we got to see kind of like how everything pans out before in the AFC before I kind of assume. So I do think the NFC will take some big W's out, out of the division's uh to help them. But I think that on paper the uh NFC is definitely the tougher division this year than the AFC. And I think the NFC South will be the, the leading flagship to kind of accord that. But that's my spiel. Again I have the Atlanta Falcons at twelve and four, the Saints eleven and five, the uh Carolina Panthers ten and six and I have the um, Buccaneers at high end nine and seven or four and twelve, given their schedule. Their schedule is very brutal. It's not a disrespect to the team. I think they'll be good, but when you have a lot of playoff teams there, unless they get injured, um, you're not winning those games <laughs> not this soon. Unless they show me something the week week one through five and they upset some teams and they get my attention and say, okay, then they can go with maybe nine and seven this year. Um, I don't see it happening for them. I think they're, they're going to go 4-12 and 12 and somebody's head coach is, is not going to have a job after this year. So, <clears throat> that's my prediction for the NFC South. Um, like I said, stay, sit tight. There are going to be some other videos coming out today as well. This has been your boy DJ94. Hope you all enjoyed. Relax, sit tight. I got some more content for you all coming. Peace.